Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast, and this is episode 36, entitled Help. I'm Steve Smith, your host, and I'm the co-founder of Live From Rest, and the author of the Christian meditation app, Live From Rest. We developed this app because we needed it, and we think you might need it too. If you don't have it already, please download it for free and find meditation rooted in the way of Jesus. Our goal is to produce resources that are totally free, simply to bless the people of God. So look us up, Live From Rest, on the App Store and Google Play Store. So, episode 36. And from now on, I'm aiming to release these podcasts as both regular podcasts and also on YouTube. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and please also share us with your friends and contacts. So once again, I'm delighted to be accompanied by my lovely wife, Lucinda. Hello, Lucinda. Hello. Lucinda loves to teach from the Word of God, as many of you probably already realize. And Lucinda's recently done a teaching from Psalm 121, which I thought was really good. Psalm 121 is, is a psalm that many of us know. I think there are quite a few songs that are based on that psalm. I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from God. And Lucinda, you've um, got some great things to say about this mm -hmm. psalm. Well, about 25 years ago, we lived in a small town called Gilgit uh, in the northern areas of Pakistan. And this town, Gilgit, is right in the middle of the mountains and some of the most spectacular mountains in the world. Um, it's actually nestled in, in a valley where three mountain ranges meet. So you've got the Himalayas, the Karakoram and the Hindu Kush all meeting in this in this one area and we lived right there. So it was an, a spectacular place to live and those mountains were snow capped all the year round and um, you know we had those views from our windows so it was, a, it was glorious. But <laughs> those mountains also you know made life very difficult mm. for us didn't they? Glorious but tough. <laughs> glorious but tough, yes. Um, we were often without electricity because the electricity was um, generated um, by, by water and the, you know, the, the, the rivers froze in the winter and the electricity ceased. So we would be without power for days on end. The road in and out of the town got blocked by landslides. So you know, lots of produce couldn't be brought into the town. And the winters were very bleak, mm. weren't they? Very bleak, very cold and um, very difficult. And so, yeah, those mountains were hard. And um, Psalm 121 is described, if you look in your Bibles, it says Psalm of Ascent. And it was a psalm that was penned by King David and sung by him and, and God's people as they ascended up uh, from the plains where they lived up to Jerusalem, which is, hi is higher up. And they had to traverse mountains, difficult mountains. And if you look up um, on Google, if you look up Google Images, e e you know, even now, those mountains are pretty hostile. They're pretty um, uninhabitable and they're, they're barren. They may not be like the Himalayas, but they're still pretty, pretty harsh. And, and they had to walk this, this, this journey up. And apparently it took about nine hours 
on foot. And um, I think David, as he walked those mountains, was remembering former years in the mountains when he had been um, living there, if you like, uh, is trying to run away from King Saul, who was the king at the time, but who was deadly jealous of, of David and wanted to take him out, wanted to destroy him and um, just pursued him in and out of those mountains as David hiding in caves. And so I think David is looking up to the mountains and remembering mm. that. And he's probably remembering the despair and the, the hopelessness that he must have felt at some times. Indeed, he did feel, because if you look at the Psalms, there are Psalms where he expresses um, great anxiety and great hopelessness to God. Uh, you know, he's being pursued by by um, Saul, he's being captured by the Philistines, he's remembering his, his wife and his family in the villages back in the plains, and his son Absalom is after him as well. All that happened in those mountains. So he's remembering that, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he's also remembering a greater, more profound truth than, than the memory of, of, of those days. He's remembering that actually God had kept him. So as hard as it was, he wasn't destroyed. He, King Saul never, never got him, you know, never destroyed him. His family were kept safe and God did indeed protect him. Yeah. Um, and, and so I guess that's the question that I want to ask is where does our help come from? We can, we can say the right thing. We can say, oh, our help comes from God, but does it, you know, does it on a, on a daily basis when we're faced with our mountains, our hills, our mountains, you know, what are they? Health issues, financial concerns, um, strained relationships, work issues. And then that's on a personal level. But then you've all got the global issues mm -hmm. that are that are causing a lot of anxiety, aren't Absolutely. they? You know, you've got the war in Ukraine. Um, you've got climate issues, political instability here and abroad, rising prices, food, mortgages, fuel. The list goes on and on and on. Where do we go? Where do we go? And, and that's the challenge uh, to us today. Today, today. Um, so if, if we look at the psalm, there are so many wonderful promises in there that we can take hold of and, and, you know, almost hold God to these promises. So you've got, you know, in, in, psalm, in, in verse 2 of Psalm 121, God is, is declared as God of heaven and earth. He's so much bigger than our problems. Mm. You know, our problems seem so big. We sort of think, oh, you know, these things are impossible. How can we solve these issues? But God is bigger. God is bigger. And then in, in verses four and five, um, we see that he isn't asleep. He doesn't slumber. He is alive and awake to all the details of our lives and all the issues that we face. He is very much on the ball. He is not asleep. Um, Jesus, you will remember, says that our hairs are numbered. We are known and we are seen by God. And then in verse three, he won't let your foot slip. Mm. 
-hmm. He will not let you go badly wrong. Doesn't mean you won't slip or, you know, he doesn't, doesn't mean you won't make mistakes or make some wrong choices, but he will hold you. He will hold you up. He won't let you slip. Uh, and then again, um, verses six and seven, he promises to keep us day and night, 24 seven. Mm. It says that day and night, the sun won't harm us and the moon won't harm us. So we are under his loving gaze sure. all the time. Yeah. All the time. It's, um, it's interesting, really, because I, I, there's a very well-known song that was well-known a while ago. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? And, and I, th I sort of had a, this thought that we're looking up to the majesty of the mountains and seeing God in the mountains. And maybe to, 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 to agree that's true, but actually what, what you've just shown us is that when David looked to the mountains, he was possibly thinking of, of trials and difficulties but at the same time remembering that God came through. So really, I'm, as you're saying that, I'm thinking there's probably a lot of people listening, watching, who are very aware of challenges in their lives right now. You've mentioned things, be it health concerns, financial, mm -hmm. global concerns, relationships, whatever it is. And maybe it's okay to look at those mountains, face, face your issue, and then... And then, where does my help come from? And just lift your eyes a little bit higher and see, um, see God, who is way, way bigger and higher than those mountains. Who is the one who can really help us? Yeah. Um, but in all of this, we have to choose, don't we? Mm -hmm. A, we have to choose to do that. We have to choose, okay, this, this situation is enormous and it's overwhelming. We then have to choose to remember but, but God is bigger and he is beyond this mountain. He is beyond it. He is looming large and, and, and full of hope for me mm. and full of love for me and full of understanding. And he is not distant, but he is close. Yeah. And, but that's a choice. We have to choose to do that. We have to choose to turn from our mountains and see this God of ours that is so much bigger yeah. um, and, and likewise we have to choose to believe those promises in those verses we have mm. to choose to believe that we will not come to any harm that he doesn't sleep that he watches over us that he won't let our, our feet slip that his loving gaze never leaves us we have yeah. to choose to believe that and it's really hard yes. it's really hard when the feelings of being overwhelmed of, of hopelessness are so real and they are so strong it really is hard we have to determine in those times um, to 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 stand on the promises of God um, otherwise you, you could you could think well what what does my faith mean really if, if I can't turn to him in these times and actually have an expectation that he will come through mm. for me um, you know he's he we need the truth, don't we? And, and the truth never changes. And the truth is, is, it can't be altered. It can't be diminished. It's not fashionable. It, it is the truth now and always and always was and will be. Because the truth is not an ideology or, a, um, um, you know, a, a concept or a philosophy. The truth is a person. Mm -hmm. the, the truth is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And so he's the truth, and we have to choose to believe the truth, his words, the word of God. You've got a, um, 
a lovely story. Yes, I, I would like to. It, it's just a small illustration, but um, you know, imagine a night during the Blitz in the Second World War, and and you've got a, a father who's who's running out of a building that's just been struck by a bomb, and flames are um, being thrown high in the sky. And um, and he's holding a his son by his hand, a small son by the hand, and they're running from that building. Um, ash and smoke are billowing everywhere, and he well, he sees a, a a shell hole in the garden, and and so he jumps. He he takes refuge in the shell hole and jumps into the shell hole, and um, turns around and and lifts his his arms up to his son who's standing on the edge of this shell hole. And he cries out to his to his little boy, um, you know, jump! And uh, the little the little lad is is terrified, and and he looks down into this blackness. It's night. He looks into the blackness, and and he he shouts, but I can't see you. And um, and and the dad looks up against the black sky, uh, with tinted red by the flames and the. Um, you know all the, all the stuff that's going on, and he sees the silhouette of his little boy, and and he shouts back, "But I can see you! Jump!" Mm. Uh, and the boy jumps because he he trusts his dad, yeah. and and so the challenge to us is is that, um, you know, uh, our faith our faith in God enables us to to meet um, to meet life or to face death mm -hmm. um, knowing not not that that we see everything but that we are seen not not that we understand or that we know or have all the answers but that we are known mm. and and not even um, not even that the fire won't consume us mm -hmm. but that there is one standing with us in the flames yeah. even though we may not be able to see him. Exactly, exactly. There is <laughs> quite a lot more that we can mm. say, isn't there? Mm. And what I think we'll do is, um, I think we will publish this as a blog. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if anybody wants to read Lucinda's full thoughts on Psalm 121, yeah. then go to our blog, which is available via our website, livefromrest.com. So there will be people listening or watching who are looking at a mountain or, or they're looking into the darkness and they're thinking, they're hearing the voice of God saying, jump, but I can't see him. And so what we've got to do in, that, in our circumstances, isn't it, is just to jump mm. and believe mm. that God will, <laughs> will indeed catch us and hold us. I, I know that to be to be true. Mm. So maybe we could close with a prayer. Mm. Yes. And yes. Um, just for anybody, a simple prayer for anybody who is struggling with mm. any of those things that we've talked about, just to have that faith to jump into yeah. the arms of God. Yeah. Yeah. Lead us yeah. in a short prayer. Yes, Father God, thank you that you indeed are our Father and that we are your small children. And I pray for all those listening, all those watching today, that even starting today, we would take small steps towards choosing to believe the promises that we read in the Bible, even when they don't feel true. 
help us to take that step, which is a risk, if you like, but that's what faith is. But it's faith in, um, in you, God, as our Father. And so I pray that, yeah, that we would all have a testimony at the end of this week that, yes, I, I stepped out and I believed the promise of God and I held his hand and it was okay. Help us, God, I pray, because you alone are our true and trustworthy and faithful helper. Amen. Amen. And just another, a final plug for the Live From Rest app. We have a meditation on the Live From Rest app entitled Psalm 121. So if you're going through a time of difficulty or you just want to be, just, just hang out with God, use the Psalm 121 meditation on the Live From Rest app. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Lucinda. Pleasure. And the Lord bless you. See you next time. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye.